Sorry ass motherfucker got nothing on me, right? Nothing. We're the stars of this piece of shit! I am Big Kev. Why do they call you Big Kev? I am OG. Oh look, he's got a billion toys. I am PK. I say we stay here and fight it out. OG's not actually racist against many people. There is no racial bigotry here. Here you are all equally worthless. I'm not really angry all the time. This is Kevin destroying the Toy Biz Legends box set. Fucking Why? Why? You know how I know that you're gay? How? Because you're gay and you can tell who other gay people are? Ah, curse your sudden but inevitable betrayal. I have Amigo Isis action figure. Almighty Isis. Big Kev's Geek Stuff dot you fuckers think that just because a guy reads comics he can't start some shit? I'll fucking take all you want! I figured nice and peppy for a happy Ash Wednesday was a way to go. I get it. Ash Wednesday. <laughs> I get it. Oh, you. I'm oh, thankful wow. for my, my current gig. I don't deal with the public, so I yeah. didn't get to... I, it's not, it's, I guess I kind of didn't get to, because it's kind of fun to point and chuckle at the people with the schmutz on their head. The but, schmutzy folk. Yeah. But I, I, haven't, I haven't seen a single one today. Not one. Well, you know, the company you work for is also inherently... Well, this is true. <laughs> not not uh, putting schmutz on their head. Not putting schmutz on their head. Uh, OG, what, what's going on <laughs> with the you, schmutz, sir? Uh, I'm sick. Yes, you did are. You, did you get the Conades from Toy Fair? Uh, I got them from someplace. I don't know where I got them from. That germ factory kid of yours. That's probably no. Yours. He's fine. My sure, wife no, is okay. He's fine. He's just the he's carrier. Yeah, that's it. The carrier. Yeah. No, I'm. It's funny. Uh, I, I had no idea that you you were sick today because you, you said you know, I'll, I'll be there. Yeah. You know, let's 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 get together earlier yeah. and all that. I said, okay, great. And then I walked in. Why didn't <laughs> I, I get the call? Let's I, get together earlier. I, I, I sent a text message. Sent the text message. To both of us. Oh. Uh, go ahead, I'm taking my text. <laughs> but I, I walk in the door, and uh, you were wrapping up a, a phone call, but then I hear the, oh, <laughs> through the through the bestuffed face. Yeah, I'm dying. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's why you're home. Oh, right. Uh, 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 yeah. <laughs> so I, uh, I, I've been home most of the day doing a small amount of chores. And uh, a large and, amount of gaming, And sir. mostly gaming. <laughs> Here, here's my phone. Okay. Take my phone. With your germy hands. No, I I, no, no, go ahead. Scroll through. Okay. Oh, That's did, today's texts. Did okay. you accidentally do it just to me and not to, not to the group? Oh, yeah. Uh, did you accidentally do oh, it? Oh, I might have. Oh, I might have. Of course. Wow. Uh, all right. Uh, well, anyway. Anyway, anyway, we're here. We're here. Yeah, we're doing a show. Yeah, okay, fine. <laughs> Episode 443. Wondering why I'm at the comic book store and he's texting me, shouldn't you be on your way here? And I'm like, why? It's not even time yet. Well, clearly, I assumed that I had texted you if I was sending that message to you. I just thought you were being a dick. No, I'm just, I'm just, I just have a cold. Whatever. I'm just ill. I had no, I had no remorse. For maybe, maybe a pinch of dick in there. Uh, well, I, 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 oh, I, him? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah whole pin, big pinch. Yeah, big pinch of dick. There you go. <laughs> All right. So here we are with episode 443. It's like, it's like, it's dick to taste. There you go. Sure. <laughs> Sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> However you like it, Big oh, Kev. Um, so lots of things have happened in the past week. Um, we had we had we had listeners of the show uh, claim that they were going to boycott the show um, until <laughs> I watched Fury Road. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. After admitting that I did not watch it, uh, and, and did you watch it? Uh, so Kyle, Sarah, Etal, 
Um, I did watch Fury Road oh, thank God. Uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact, and I loved it. So there you go. Fantastic. I have, I have now watched it. It was fantastic. Yeah. I, there was no reason that I didn't watch it other than I had missed it when it came out in the theater. I didn't pick it up on Blu-ray. Right. And then it kind of just went away. You know, wafted into the ether of uh, yep. long list of movies yeah, I need to catch up the on. The whole That's fatherhood all. thing uh, kind of yeah. puts a damper on your time. It's totally understandable, but I'm glad you're caught up. Yes. Now um, what you have to do is watch the Black and Chrome edition. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's going to happen. <laughs> I mean, I love the movie. Don't get me wrong, but I'm not going to sit through it right away at least. Oh, yeah, Maybe no, in, a, in, a, in a bit. Yeah, we'll, give um, you, we'll give you like a week. But, uh, but yeah, <laughs> definitely a lot of fun. Definitely a lot of fun. Uh, also, I, I didn't realize that you hadn't seen that. Yeah, I said it on the show last week. Oh, yeah. Oh, maybe I only said it to Ken. It's possible you only yeah, you said it to Ken. You may have. <laughs> on the show. Why don't we check on the show <laughs> records his headphone and see. Off for that, that bit. Well, clearly listeners heard me say it, so you just weren't oh, paying attention. My, you know, I was probably doing some work. Yeah, you got a little bit of dick in there, too. So, uh, also this week, very <laughs> exciting. Very exciting this week. We relaunched something. Oh. Yes, we did. Did, did uh, that actually launch? It did. Uh, oh. After six years. That long? Yeah, I only know that because I looked at the date of the last video. No way. Yep. Wow. That's... Are you sure it's the last video, though? Yes. Think about think about where we recorded it. We recorded it in your apartment. So, so the last one of those, you mean? Not like us doing interviews and stuff, because I thought we did some of those <laughs> I after. think the last interview we did was 2013, so maybe okay. three years for that. But okay. for Studio V, which is what we relaunched right. this week, right. um, it was, uh, yeah, six years ago. Live from Studio V. Live from Studio V. Jesus. Brand new intro by Production Tim. Yes, Production Tim on the ball. Yep, the first one that went up today was uh, the 112 Collective Daredevil. Daredevil. So be sure. Oh, that's to, the one that went up today. Yep. So oh, okay. be sure to check that out. Um, I think the plan tentatively is to release one a week. So very um, tentative. Um, so we we well we already have another one planned for next week. I mean, it's in the it's so, in the pipe. It's I mean it's 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 locked and loaded. It's technically on YouTube. It's just set to private. Oh, I see. <laughs> so no one can see. It. But um, so a peek behind the curtain. But, but it's there, and so slash we, private. Yeah. So. <laughs> we do have a plan on releasing um, um, that hopefully next week. So, so that there you go. So those were some new and exciting things. Uh, I had the occasion uh, this past Friday to appear on um, a couple of radio shows where I plugged Ooh. this fine program. I appeared on Opie Radio. You did? Oh, nice. Yeah, where uh, where uh, I was appreciated by the folks in attendance, which I thought was really great, and that was fun. Visiting uh, with with Opie and Florentine and the new guy whose name I forget. Vic Henley. Oh, Vic Henley. Yeah, yeah. I heard some of the your appearance over there. Yeah, Nostalgic Vic Henley. Nostalgic journey for you. There. Vic Henley just kept cracking up at everything. I didn't even think half the shit I said was funny at all, and Vic Henley was cracking up laughing at it. So that was that made me feel good. I think I made Florentine laugh once too, which is not an easy nice. thing. So there's that, and then I appeared on. Um, OG's other program, it's Eric Nagel. That's ah. right. That's right. You sat uh, in for that. Uh-huh. That we, was a lot of fun. We talked about Toy Fair and a bunch of things. So that we was spoke a lot of fun. to uh, our our representative at Funko, Mark. Uh huh. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, about Toy Fair and about some other exciting things. So that's always a good time. Um, we can quickly kind of recap that interview and knock Funko Toy Fair out of the park. Oh yeah, we could. Um, John Wick Funko Pops coming, uh, all new rock candy pieces coming from Harry Potter, uh, Borderlands, and a couple right. of other great places. These are these are things that we some of the, these things we yeah. saw at Toy Fair. Um, a ton of Rick and Morty product. We're yes. going to talk about some Rick and Morty stuff later on in the show Ooh. too. Um, I'm trying to think what else I had. Oh, the Troll Hunter stuff was, yes. was really really that was cool. Really good. Um, Funko also announced their Disney subscription box, which is going to be starting up soon. So that, uh, the Uh, first, first piece in that is Smee. So, you know, I'm on board for at least Smee. Um, and I'm trying to think what other big, big ticket items we saw over there. There was, there was lots. I posted a gallery on Flickr, so you can check that out. It's on our Facebook page. Go to facebook.com backslash BK Geek stuff. You can see all the photos. I realized I didn't send you these Hasbro picks. Um, should probably you sent that. me some did i you sent me some day of yeah that i oh, okay. posted to instagram yeah i have a whole yeah. bunch here i should send you over to make a gallery because uh uh not to just hop back most of the stuff i shot there was marvel because there i mean there was a couple star wars pieces but nothing really spectacular to speak of 
Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, Funko looks like they are pressing ahead with their "we're going to own every license ever" uh, uh, idea. We brought up some of the things on It's Eric Nagel. Like I asked him if they were going to start reaching back in Disney and doing stuff like the Black Hole. Right. And he said he had seen it on a list. So I don't know exactly what that meant. Um, and then what you asked him about a, a pretty peculiar one also, which he was like, yeah, I don't, I don't remember what it was off the top of my head. Man, I'm trying to remember what it was now. Yeah, it's okay. But, uh, <laughs> you know, so we did start, you know, we, we, we did. I thought we brought a lot. You and I brought a lot to that conversation. Sure. So, uh, yeah. So there was that. You can check that out. Go to uh, It's Eric Nagel on YouTube or Stitchin, Tuner. All the places you can find this program, you can also find that program. That's true. Except for SiriusXM. <laughs> right. You can't find that one there. Yeah. No, you can't so, find this one. Oh, this one. Yeah, right. right. It's one of them. Uh, so, yeah. So we saw all that stuff at Funko in an enormous booth, of course, at Toy Fair. Tons of people in there trying to get their gander at the latest batch of stuff and sure and it just doesn't slow down with those people no oh and by oh, the did we talk about the bat did you talk about the batman stuff i didn't the three and three quarters three and three quarter think like reaction but i don't know a little bit better i thought than yeah. reaction. um batman 66 line of uh three and three quarter figures there's they a were batmobile thicker. They were thicker. Yeah, that's true. They were a little thicker. They were like an unholy matrimony of uh, classic Batman animated and reaction. Yeah, I'd say that's fair. I'd say that's fair. Um, the Batman, though, the one that they had on display, yeah. he doesn't really look a lot like a 66 Batman. He looks kind of like a, like an older 40s era. I think the Batman is spectacular. Yeah, he looks The one great. that we saw. Was that in your gallery? It is one? in my gallery. That that Batman was great. And they didn't go right for the... <laughs> uh, what I thought was interesting about Funko uh, uh, taking on this license. Because everybody has a Batman 66 license. We've right. been talking about this for years. Tonner did a Batman 66 license. Everybody's had one. I just picked one up last week. There you go. You did? Yep. Oh, yeah. there you go. Yeah. Um, and I like the fact that... Funko did not go directly to the classics like Joker, Penguin. No, Riddler. they were with like Pharaoh. No. Um, it's King Tut, King Tut sir. Tut, yeah, I think it was. <clears throat> was it Egghead? There's got to be an Egghead, egghead in there. Yeah. Bookworm. Yeah, like weird. Like, wow, he did. Like yeah. they really went off of center as far as some of the villains went right out of the gate, which I think is amazing uh, because you know I don't think those characters get a lot of play, which is too bad. Um, <laughs> but. I just uh, I appreciated the, the, those pieces a lot and the Batmobile and so on and so forth. So that's a line I'm probably going to pick up myself. For sure. Yeah, I, I really dig those. So, so uh, was so there, there anything else at Funko? I want to make sure uh, we don't miss anything. No, I think that was it. Check out the gallery. Yeah. Uh, by the time you're hearing this show, Funko will announce where their Emerald City Comic Con retailer partners are going to be. Um, you just are your eyes glued on that website, don't you? Yep. 2 p.m. Thursday afternoon. Uh, I will find out where the Black Canary, classic Black Canary, classic Green Arrow, Dorbs 2-pack is going to be on sale. Because uh, they're already selling for like 60 and 70 bucks on eBay, and I'm not paying that if I don't have to. So Yeah. Speaking of uh, <clears throat> speaking of exclusives going for stupid money on eBay, yeah. look up the Star Wars, uh, the 40th anniversary 6-inch Luke Skywalker in the X-Wing pilot. Oh, really? Costume. You know, it's on the new yeah. card. That's the celebration exclusive. Yeah, look that up on eBay and see how much those are going Several for. Several hundred dollars? Stupid money. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm not surprised. Right. Um, I think with that, we can move on to the show. We'll talk a little bit more about Toy Fair and some other stuff in segment two. Sure. But we can move on to the show. J.J. Um, Abrams, in an interview this week, says... Speaking of his, Luke. In, yep. In his opinion, Mark Hamill is going to win an Oscar for his appointment. His performance in The Last Jedi. And and by making that comment, he just sealed Mark Hamill not winning not an Oscar. Not winning an Oscar in The Last Jedi. For Jedi. You, you can't throw that kind of hype around that quick. Yeah. Ah, um, come on. But, I mean, that, I mean that's, that's a lot of confidence coming from the – I mean, not that, that J.J. doesn't have confidence in his work typically, but that's a lot of co confidence, you know, this far out. It, you know, it makes me happy. It makes me excited. I don't think it'll happen just because it's Star Wars – and it's Mark Hamill. <coughs> but it doesn't mean, uh, you know, you can't be excited for it. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm excited no matter what for the film. Um, I just, yeah. Yeah, it's just, it is what it is. It might, I, I don't know. I got nothing. I'm, I'm kind of Oscar burnt out, I yeah. think, after Sunday. So. Yeah, I was going to say, we didn't talk about the Oscars in our, in our intro to the show. Did you guys watch the Oscars? I did. Oh, hell yeah. 
Yeah. The Indeed, little, it did. The I little think, flub at the end was funny. Kimmel I, was great, though. Kimmel was Hilarious. great. Kimmel was great. Kimmel had one bad bit. One bad bit. Which is the what? tour bus? The tourist. Uh, yeah. It just I, went too long. If they had just walked them through the front, like, really kind of, oh, you could shake a hand, but that's yeah, yeah. really it. If they had done that or somehow figured out a way to cut that in half, yeah. it would have been way uh, funnier. Denzel I don't think the that, one company, couple was kind of funny. I don't but. know that that, I, and I think that was set up. Because <laughs> there, there's no chance for this this you know, broadcast that's going to hit millions of people on live television uh, across the world, literally. People yeah. watching this thing, I don't think they're going to leave that much to chance of just oh, they br- just people on a tour a delay, bus. And, isn't there? and there's a pretty big delay, I think. Th- there's it a was, delay, it's but a delay. Still, it's not a huge delay. That's a, that's an awful lot of dice rolling. He, I think, to I see think how that these people kind are of react. I think that kind of stunt though is kind of up his alley. So it I is up his alley, but I, I, like that. I doubt that ABC would leave that much to chance on maybe. as to how these people might react. Maybe or, ever or... since Nipplegate, they don't take a lot of yeah, chances. No. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think anyone's going to whip out their nipple coming off the butt. I'm just saying. No, but, but what I mean his, is that his was the... killer, his killer, uh, his killer bit though was the uh, the parachuting candy. Oh, that was fantastic. pretty funny. Three times during, I was like, he's he's they got to have him back. They've yeah. got to do that every year. I don't know oh, why yeah. they haven't been parachuting candy since the start of the Oscars. It was amazing. <laughs> I also love when he tried to play off, or when he actually you know, played off Matt Damon, who was just presenting an award. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> and, he's, and He's in the pit playing them off. I think I tweeted that that night, or, or I or put it on Facebook or something. Every single Matt Damon joke was perfect. That Every bit, one of them. That bit is the best long-standing bit ever. Oh yeah! Mm. Oh, it's really funny. Oh my god! Ever and right from the beginning too, and he's just hacking him. It's really funny. So yeah, <laughs> um, Suicide Squad is now an Oscar winner. Jesus, just, and that was Jesus the other thing I tweeted and Facebook or whatever. And I was just like, "You got to fucking be kidding me!" For what did it win for? Best makeup. makeup. Yeah. And listen, I'll, against I, what? What, did, what was it against? It was only three nominees, right? So the the odds were certainly uh, slimmer in their favor, but Some but period you had, oh, it, it, no, it, it should have gone and Star Trek. It should have gone to Star Trek, yeah. and not, not just and because I hated, not just because I'm I hated the same Suicide boat as Squad, you. but I think outside of Killer Croc, Croc no one's was makeup was what the guy with the tattoos. That's okay. Yeah, the guy with Harley? the tattoos was was Harley Joker. Har- Harley was yeah, nonsense. I, Joker I agree. Was I'm not simple. defending it. I'm just saying these are the characters when that had makeup. I'll give you maybe Enchantress. Yeah, but again, something more elaborate. Like, but Croc is really what what that Oscar went to was just Croc. But when you had the breadth of aliens and the, and the scope of the prosthetics that over, went into it, over fifty new alien species created yeah. specifically for Star Trek Beyond and realized beautifully on screen well none of them were memorable and all, you know none of them you know had had major screen time they were, blah, blah, blah. They were still they were part of that universe yeah, that, that they was... blended in were part of that universe they, they, they you believed these these creations <laughs> over 50 brand new alien species created and and made up to great effect and that didn't win that was a travesty i think that's ridiculous i'm sorry and 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 setting aside my bias as a person who, who really truly did not like Suicide Squad as a film, you know, I'm I'm still willing to to hand something to something if I feel that it's that it's earned it. But in competition with what Star Trek Beyond pulled off, I think it's a, a like you said a travesty. Yeah, uh, to have have that win. Um, and th- and the the thing that is infuriating now is the overzealous, overly emphatic uh, DC rah rah folks are now holding that over the heads like it like it, you know, in in competition. Well, how many Oscars does Marvel have? Because goddamn. Jungle yeah. Book won visual effects over Doctor Strange, which I also don't agree with. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Right. But, I don't now, know. but now we got to listen to this insufferable bullshit about well, man, we got a trophy where you know, blah, blah, blah. I don't fucking care. Yeah, don't you care have a trophy either. for makeup, yeah. and you you and and one of the voters flat out admitted that, you know, he wasn't he was half paying attention. Well, I, you know, this one's got Margot Robbie and she's hot, so that's why I voted for that one. Get the fuck I, out of I, here. I'll be honest with you, I don't put a lot of credence into the Oscars in general anyway, so. Uh, to me, it was it's funny, but it's it is what it is. Yeah. I think I kind of disagree with you. I think uh, I think that Jungle Book <laughs> w- was the right win. There. Jungle Books, I, I, with the exception of that kid, everything else in that the, movie is an di- effect. The, well, but the different, like, and that's been awarded before in Avatar, sure, where it's where it's an entirely manufactured environment through CGI, and I, I don't I don't know that there was anything monumentally monumentally achieved in that. Compared to what they managed to pull off with Doctor Strange in in making sense of the surreal environment no, that I, he operates in, I get you. I I think it surpasses what Jungle Book did 
you know, from from a, a standpoint of, of looking at the best visual effects over the course right. of a well, year, then we will agree that you are wrong. I, oh, yeah, I that's not how that goes. I don't know. That we we will to agree that. to disagree. That's right. that's what it is. Well, let's stick with some Warner Brothers related news. The director behind Lego Batman uh, movie, Chris McKay, is going to be directing the Nightwing movie. So this is our first confirmation that the Nightwing movie is actually fully happening. We've heard it back and forth for a bit. Um, and now we have a director attached. Still nobody else attached to it. But I, I wish we you know. could I wish we could share that news that we got today. Because it would make total sense why this is happening all well, the time. Well, I am. Yeah, um, I mean, it just seems aimless as fuck. Like... Just Warner Brothers in general seems utterly aimless as fuck in this. And it's, it's, it's like, is Civil War breaking out yeah, <laughs> at this well, point? Yeah. The Shazam people are like, mm, we don't know yeah, when we're making our movie. We're and way now, over here. And now we got this shit going on. Like, come on. Hmm. And Matt Reeves, also this week, uh, is now confirmed, as opposed to the speculation and rumor that we heard prior to this, nope. to actually direct uh, the Batman movie. So nope. that is happening. The story is... They wanted him for the Batman movie and were signing the paperwork, and he said, I want control, and they said no, and he left. That okay. makes he sense. That they, he wanted creative control, and they said no, and he walked. And so they said, whoa, 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 whoa. But, like, but, you're but, just going to walk but, but, over but, that? And he's like, yeah. So they gave him creative control, and then he came back. Yeah. Well, I mean, but yeah. right. Yeah, but that's – I mean – I guess that's I just, good. I just think I don't it, know. No, it is. It is good because <laughs> otherwise it's Batman Superman or it's Suicide Squad or it's Superman Man of Steel because those movies didn't – the director did not have creative control. Well, the, the trick is to see if they stick to their word as well. You know, we've got well, some heavy production ahead to you know, that, with, that with promise the, to stick. With the way that directors are walking away from these fucking movies for the same reason that Matt Reeves walked away from yep. movies, I think what you're seeing is – you know, just like with our president, uh, I think you're seeing the pivot, you know, or at least the, the attempt at a pivot where they're saying, wait a minute, you know, either we're going to have to, you know, we're going to have to cede some creative control to these directors or we're going to have to, you know, we're going to have to find more company men. What? I, I can't hear that word without thinking of Ross and friends. Pivot! <laughs> pivot! <laughs> I'm sorry. That's all right. Ken's in his own little world over there. Pivot. It happens. Pivot. All right. PK. <laughs> Moving forward. Uh, let's jump into Marvel, because why not? Uh, we got a bunch of Marvel things this past week. Let's start with that Guardians of the Galaxy trailer. Yeah. Oh, my goodness gracious. It's no wonder it's, no wonder it's the highest testing Marvel movie ever. It looks fantastic. Um, just watch it for yourself. But, I mean, the inclusion of Yondu into the group a bit more fully is nice. Mantis, and Nebula. And Nebula. Like Mantis. And Mantis. <coughs> Sorry, dying. Um, Drax <laughs> continues to kill with the one-liners. Yep. yep. Continues to kill. No and Groot in that trip. Was that, Groot not in yeah, that? He was oh, there. He was a little piece of Groot. That little where he's just standing the there waving yeah. while, in he, the middle of a battle and Gamora <laughs> goes, Hi. And just starts shooting. He plugs in the... Batista's handle on Drax's maniacal laugh as he is sailing into... Hurtling through the air into battle is is just bloody amazing. Uh, it's it really, I mean, I don't it, care for Batista as an actor really in anything else. But man, is he perfect where he's at as Drax. Um, have either of you watched Legion yet? Not yet. Still no. haven't watched it. No. Though. Okay, good. So I'm going to say this now, and I prepare to take flack. So if you'd like to give me flack based on what I'm about to say, you can give us a call over at the GVM line. 201-730-BKGS or 201-730-2547 if you don't want to look at your keypad. I, I don't get the hype. No? I've, watched, I've watched the first two episodes now. Were you sick and on drugs when you watched uh, it? No, I okay. was I was neither of those things. Okay. Um, you need to be sick and on drugs in order to... I, I don't get the hype. To me, it's... To me, it's trying too hard to be, like, meta into itself. And it's, yeah? it, to me, it feels hmm. convoluted and boring. Okay. Wow. I don't know that I'm going to even watch the third episode. I think I'm out after two. Okay. Wow. I really That's I, impressive. I take that very strongly from you because, you know, I know your taste and so on and so forth. So... What's interesting is that I've you're not the first person to say that, but then I've heard the exact opposite as well. Yeah. I've heard a ton of people say yeah. that they loved it. Now, I, I threw it out there on Twitter the other day um, that I was done, and some people did agree with me. I was out after one. I didn't understand that after two. I'm glad I'm not the only one. Um, 
But I don't get it. Like I, I feel like they try. They're trying really hard to tell a story, right? But there's no. But I. Like I get after the first episode if I kind of don't understand what's going on, right? But by the second episode, I should have an idea. Some things of what's going start, on start to maybe take a little bit of shape. I should yeah. see the lights on the path, but I, f- yeah. I feel like I'm still wa- wa- walking around blindly in the dark. Stumbling into scenes that I don't understand. Okay. Is it a flashback? Is it not? Is it in his head? I, who's real? Who's that's, a figment of his imagination? I don't fucking know what's going on. That's part of the mystery that's unraveling that program. I, I'm as surprised I understand you, you cut it. out so short because I mean, Westworld, you know, in, into ten episodes. Mm. I mean, great, but they moved along from episode to episode. But, but there, there certainly was a lot of you know, confusion as to as to what we were yes, looking at. But for for many episodes, but it was. Even even all of the confusion that Westworld gave you, and even all of the mystery that Westworld gave you, there was there was an intriguing story that it was building towards, and so okay. I was willing to sit through, gotcha. and, and, you, and watch that. So after two episodes, you're not getting that no I, uh, deeper I in, intrigue. No, for, want for something more it, out of Legion. It's not saying. hitting me. Wow. By by the by the last ten minutes of episode two, I was already like. Picking up my phone, Oof. like you know, thinking about lunch. <laughs> like I just, I'm I, maybe I'll watch episode three. I have it, I have it, and can watch it if I want to. But I am not feeling that draw. That the, it's the best show. To, on, a lot of very positive stuff. I, more positive than uh, than than this. I've, yeah, uh, I've nope. heard through it. So what, I, let's just talk about Westworld then. Let's let's just talk about Westworld then. Okay. Let's let's not talk about Westworld. Then. Yeah. Um, that other X Men plot. Uh, pilot, rather, that's coming out. Wolfsbane. Uh, no, that's the. Oh, that's, that's the, the new, new mutants. mutants. Yeah, no, this sorry. is that other yet to be named. Blink. Yeah. No, Sean Teal has been slated to play a brand new, newly created mutant um, in this new X Men series. Um, he was on. Um, Stephen Moyer is also going to be on that show. Um, we don't know anything about this show. We know that this is the show that's going to tie into the universe. The film universe somehow, <coughs> but we don't know how. So uh, it's just too early, and there, there's not enough information to kind of even get a foothold. But we felt the same way about Legion, you know. Except that we knew Legion was kind of a, you know, kind of a real gamble. And I have to say, I'm surprised at the positive reaction that it's gotten, based on. The things that you're saying. Maybe it's just not for me, but I, I just, yeah. it did not grab me in any way, shape, or form. Um, and then last, maybe before we take a break, um, Marvel uh, has cast its Black Bolt. Uh-huh. A- Anson Mount, uh, yeah. star of Hell on Wheels. It's is, a good show. Is going to be uh, Black Bolt in the upcoming Marvel Inhumans series. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It looks like Black Bolt. I mean, outside of costume, I guess. <laughs> He's a dude. He's a no, but I mean, like he's got like I don't, something about like when I saw his face, I was like, you know, sometimes you see an actor and you're like, yeah, no, I could see that actor or actress in that role. There's a what I remember of Black Bolt. There's a, a lot of like a almost a, a Perlman esque sort of lines to the face. You know, well, that, it, uh, it, 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 he has to stoic. because he has to because if you remember Black Bolt's costume, the only part of his face you see is. I don't even think you see his nose, right? You see just the lower part of his face. The rest of his head is covered. He's got, his eyes are cut out, right? Because he's wearing the complete black thing with the with the bolt yep. on the top. And I think you just see a cutout of the bottom of his face. So that part of his face has to be very like chiseled and defined, yep. and it has to stand out as a unique characteristic. And so you need an actor that has that. I think. Yep. And when I saw this guy, I was like, yeah, I could see him as Black Bolt. I don't really know him that well otherwise, um, but. I mean, I could see him in that role. I'm not. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, you could only see that part of his yep. face. So, um, I'm I'm all right with that. I'm all right with that. Mm. I think we could take a break. Do yeah. you guys have anything? Else? I mean, we could hit some more things and then do some more toy fair no. and toys in segment I mean, two. Let's uh, do it in unless you want to hit that uh, that Alien Covenant trailer that uh, popped. Was that today? Yeah, as we well? could do, we could do that as well. So earlier this week, um, before the trailer dropped, there or early or late last week. There was that prologue, that Alien Covenant prologue that dropped. It was a four and a half minute or five minute video that kind of talks 
Um, I don't think they've landed yet right. on the planet in that video. It's kind of them on the ship getting ready to touch down. They're having their, like, last hurrah, their last celebration. But when you first watch it, they're kind of teasing you as to what's going Someone in the trailer gets really sick, but then they're just choking. Like, And they're kind of like, oh, no, is she? Oh, but then when you see the trailer that dropped later this week, you realize, oh, no, that's that's fully before. Right. And, and then the trailer drops and you're like, oh, my God. Yeah. Trailer yeah. was excellent. Um, and I, I, I'm a person who enjoyed Prometheus. There's a lot of gripes about Prometheus, but I, I still I like dug that movie. I, I like what he did with it. I love the look of it. And, you know, aside from some story hiccups and oddities, aside with the film and frustrations with how some of these quote unquote scientists behave uh, in the face of alien life forms. Uh, really enjoyable film, and I, I, and this this covenant takes place. What we were saying before, ten years, ten years after the end of Prometheus, after Prometheus, correct? And we're talking, and we're talking ten years after Prometheus, and a completely different planet too, as well. Or are they landing on the planet that Prometheus? Uh, I don't was on, know. or do we not know that? We yet? don't. I guess we don't know that. Covenant is the name of the ship, so right. <coughs> and it's the the mission, I guess, of these colonists. They are correct. The, the, okay. In Prometheus, did the ship? I, I don't remember the end. Did the, the ship took off, didn't it? One ship took off, and they they crashed the one. Okay, she gets off on the one ship and and goes to God knows where. No, and that's, then the, she's on like a little ship. I mean, the alien ship that takes off. The the large ship. Yeah. is that's what uh, crashes, and then uh, you know when you're trying to scream at Charlie's Theron to fucking turn left or turn right. Yeah, and the goddamn thing lands right on top of her. Uh, so that that ship does not make it off. So that is, I'm wondering is, if is we're seeing ship that, that ship that looks like in the, the trailer. Two, the it's two the big arm. horseshoe. Yeah. It's got to be the same planet. But but these ships are all the over same, the place, too. Yeah. Well, um, and that, it's also the same kind of ship that's found in the original Alien film, which is on a, on a different... LV-426. Uh, yeah, which is a different place from where Prometheus takes place. So these the it, engineers are all over the place with these these horseshoe ships. Is it, though, a different It planet? is. It is? Yeah. Okay. Different, uh, different planet, okay. uh, the original Alien. Well, so, Covenant opens up on May nineteenth, yeah. so we'll, we'll find out all the answers. May is big. Then. Wow, is May big between Guardians and Alien and uh, and Covenant? Yeesh. I guess the last thing we can throw into segment one, real quick. Um, now I'm looking and at Beauty it. and the Beast. Uh, American Gods finally has its premiere date. Set oh for yeah, Sunday, April thirtieth at nine p.m. Oh, thank on Stars. The first season is going to consist of um, eight episodes, and uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it's American Gods. It's Neil Gaiman. I, you know, I'm super excited for it. Yep. The comic book adaptation is also arriving from... Is that soon? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will... Uh, is who... that a comic book adaptation of the book, or is it an ap- adaptation <laughs> the of the show? Is with, the book. Uh... Is Gaiman, and as stupid as it sounds, is Gaiman writing the adaptation? Mm-hmm. Oh, he is. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. I'll actually definitely repick that. You know why? Because that act is a good refresher for me. I'm trying to remember. I don't think it's... Is it Dark Horse? Maybe it's Dark Horse. I honestly don't remember off the top of my I head. I wouldn't be surprised if it was Dark Horse. Did I also read that Neverwhere is finally getting a sequel? Like, yes. is he writing a sequel to yes, Neverwhere? Yes, that's true. Oh, my God. I am so excited. Is it yeah. going to be – is it going to involve that new um, – when he released the Anniversary Edition two years ago, he put that new Neverwhere side story member in the I, prologue? I don't, I don't think he's given much details except the fact that I think it's the next thing that he's writing. Neverwhere is – Still, no matter how many amazing books he has written, Neverwhere is still, I think, my favorite Neil Gaiman book. The comic adaptation that Vertigo did was excellent. Yeah. The BBC version was um, terrible. Was terrible. So but I always thank the BBC version because if it wasn't for the BBC version, we would have never gotten the book. Right. Because he wrote he... it as a TV series and he was so angry yeah, it's a great and story. upset about how terrible it turned out. That he was like, no, this is not the vision. I got to write this as a book. And he wrote the book, and the book is brilliant. Speaking of upset. Yes. Did either of you take my advice and watch Terry Pratchett back in black on on YouTube? No. Okay. So Terry Pratchett, you know, the fantasy writer who wrote. Oh, yeah. Particularly known for the Discworld. Right. right? Which I think I've read the first two. And they were great. I don't know why I never read the rest of them. Outstanding series, yeah. Well, he died. Right, right. And is Pratchett the one that worked on Good Omens? Yes, yes. Neil Gaiman. Okay, it's Neil Gaiman. So, um, and I'll I'll just briefly go over why you should watch this. Um, one is he got Alzheimer's. Oh, and he couldn't write anymore and communicate. Like it was really bad. Mm. So they have an actor who's kind of portraying Terry Pratchett 
talking about Terry Pratchett. It's really, it's kind of weird and twisted, and I think this is like a documentary. Sort it of is. Okay. It's exactly a documentary about the the end. Pretty much, it's like, well, this was his life, and then this was the end of his life. Oh, so this is something that's produced happened. recently. Yeah, in, yeah, in the yeah. Wake of oh, yeah. Passing. Oh, it okay. just came out. In fact, it's not available to watch anywhere in the U.S. except YouTube. Okay, interesting. Um, yeah, it was like a BBC Four documentary or something like that. Anyway, the 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 two things that are notable about it is um, one, I wasn't aware of how Terry Pratchett met Neil Gaiman. And they talk about that in there, which is really interesting. Nice. And the second thing is they – Neil Gaiman takes them to the Chinese restaurant where they first met. And Neil Gaiman just has like a breakdown. Oh, wow. About cr- – and crying about how he misses his friend. Yeah, they, like, they were super close. I mean it was heart-wrenching. <sighs> Heart wrenching. Then that's a notch in the maybe I don't want to watch yeah, this corner. I didn't know there were Discworld conventions. Like, oh, yeah. All, I didn't, I had no idea. It's a phenomenal so, series. Yeah, yeah. It's I, called, uh, you've read the first two, you said? Yeah. I, I recommend continuing. Yeah. They, they I, yeah. just get better. Well, I gotta go back and read the first two again yeah. now because that was a long ass time ago. But I would, I would entirely recommend checking out on, it's the only place you can get it right now is on YouTube. Terry Pratchett, Back in Black is what it's called. All right. And, uh, yeah, absolutely amazing. Nice. Very cool. I think with that, then, we could probably take our first break. All right, OG, and we will be back with Big Kev's Geek Stuff right after this short break. Hey, this is Henry Gilbert. That's H-E-N-E-R-E-Y-G on Twitter. You'll know me from Laser Time podcasts like Talking Simpsons and 302010, and you're listening to Game Stuff with Coke Logic. Ahoy hoy, welcome to Game Stuff. I'm your host, Coke Logic. <laughs> After being officially revealed in mid-January, Nintendo is releasing their new handheld slash home console, the Nintendo Switch, this Friday. Which at first I was a bit down on. So what's changed? Nothing. I'm a video game cuck. I know that it's much better to buy in November when there's a Mario game out, a fuller library, and most likely a holiday deal, but I need to play that new Legend of Zelda. I'm gonna buy the Switch eventually. So I said, fuck it. The $50 I might save later in the year will allow me to play the Switch right now. I don't recommend do as I do, unless you are also counting the days until Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild is released. And the Switch is essentially a Zelda machine. There are a few other games being released at launch, but mostly overpriced garbage. If anyone says 1-2 Switch or Bomberman are worth their $50 price tags, they're a fool. Slowly there'll be more indie games released, I know Binding of Isaac Afterbirth Plus is coming a few weeks later, Shovel Knight is at launch, and sometime in April Hollow Knight will be released. So your Switch won't be collecting dust like previously thought. The Nintendo Switch is a really weak home console, and an ultra powerful handheld. And did I mention it has Zelda? Yes, The Legend of Zelda will also be on the Wii U, but not many people have one. 13 million Wii U owners, and that's worldwide. And Switch is expected to sell one sixth of that when it's released on Friday. And if you can justify the purchase, it's not too late if you didn't pre-order. Most stores have been allocated additional stock for walk-in customers. So if you hit up a midnight launch, a Switch could be totally doable. I personally can't wait. I'm beyond excited for the new Legend of Zelda. Nothing but amazing things have been said about it. It's an event. The Nintendo Switch will be available this Friday for $300. And The Legend of Zelda The Breath of the Wild will also be available at system launch for $60. <laughs> From the makers of the Killzone series comes Horizon Zero Dawn, the highly anticipated open-world action RPG. No longer can a developer under-deliver on the quality of action games when Horizon puts you in a truly massive open world with twitchy action combat and smart computer AI. The game runs, controls, and looks amazing all the time, regardless if you play on a PlayStation 4 or a PlayStation 4 Pro. Horizon Zero Dawn is a lot like the modern Tomb Raider games meets The Witcher 3 with a bit of marking your enemies from a distance before you go in and murder them, like the Far Cry series. The game mechanics are fun, the controls are tight and responsive, and the enemy AI is smart enough to aggressively attack and kill you dead. Many, many times. While it's not Dark Souls levels of hard, Horizon Zero Dawn will definitely offer a challenge, making you get better at dodge rolling out of the way, swinging around, and taking a precision shot. The game tries to lead you down a stealth route, with tall grass to hide in and tricking your enemies to your location, before unleashing a stealth kill, but I usually fuck that up, and I end up playing the game like Dark Souls. But you can do both. Planning out what you intend to do and setting traps is encouraged, but if that doesn't go well, you have plan B. So there's no wrong way to play. Unless you're dying a lot, then you might want to switch it up. 
Word on the street is the story is amazing, but so far I haven't been blown away. But maybe because my expectations were raised after hearing how the story is amazing. Or the narrative is just about to be turned on its head. There's mechanical dinosaurs, I'm sure there's a twist. If you own a PlayStation 4, I recommend this game. And if you're just about to play The Legend of Zelda, make sure you come back to this game. So far it's impressing the shit out of me. Horizon Zero Dawn is out now exclusively on PlayStation 4 for $60. And finally, the Xbox One is getting a new service which for $10 a month you can essentially rent a bunch of games. The service gives you a list of eligible games like Halo 5, NBA 2K16, LEGO Batman, and Saints Row 4, and you download the entire game to your hard drive to play. Each month the list of games will be updated, either adding or sometimes removing games, but it's pretty much all you can play for $10 a month. As long as the list of games remains good, this is a remarkable deal. You could theoretically play every game on the list, which I think there's about 15 titles right now, for a $10 bill. That's fucking amazing. This is Coke Logic signing off for Game Stuff. Build the Millennium Falcon. A one-to-one replica of the original Empire Strikes Back movie prop. Working lights and stunning interior detail. Complete with a moving ramp. Build the Millennium Falcon step-by-step with your comprehensive build guides, die-cast metal, and highly detailed resin parts. Call now or go online to buildmillenniumfalcon.com and get started today. What the fuck was that? Your sister has turned into a zombie. Hey gang, this is Bruce Campbell, and you are listening to Big Kev's Geek Stuff. Ha ha! Well, hello, Mr. Fancy Pants. Go fuck yourself. What the fuck was that? It's the Evil Dead! Yeah, Ash Wednesday. I can't wait for that show to come back. Yeah, I, I, it's it's toured and whatnot. Uh, I, I, I'm pretty sure it came to Jersey. I yeah. feel like it came to Morristown at the uh, the Mayo uh, Performing Arts Center there in uh, I think South it Street. may have. It's funny. I, I'm, I think that's where I missed out on it when it was local. Um. I didn't even mean the musical, although, yes, I want the musical to come back. I actually meant just after oh, the show. Evil that, Dead. Yeah, yes, yeah. that show. Yeah, I can't wait for that show to come uh, back. So here, yeah, you know what? Here's my, uh, yeah. I guess, my Fury Road. Yeah. I have not yet watched a single episode of Ash vs. It's Evil so Dead. good. It's And it's two seasons through it now, it, right? It is, but they're easy watches. But they're half hour and like and ten, yeah. ten a season, right? And And they are so ridiculous. Well, yeah, but like, like the gore, the gore is like exploding bags of fake blood. Silly at times. <laughs> nice. Do you know what I mean? Like he cuts someone's head off and it's that old, you get the fountain, the fa- it's, I mean, it's just, and it's so Bruce Campbell is so good. And, um, the supporting character, Lucy, Lucy Lawless is really, really good on it. Mm-hmm. Um, the girl whose name is eluding me right now, um, aside from being really good. Is really cute, so that helps. Okay. Um, the guy who plays Pablo is really good. It's just a fun show. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. And seeing Bruce Campbell back in that element, even though I think he begrudgingly is probably back in that element, um, it's just so much it's gotta fun. got to be having fun, though. Any trailer I see, he looks <clears throat> like he's having fun. That's You I know what? No, important. I, I should take that back. I, I think he's having fun. But if you've ever heard any interviews with him prior to the launch of the show, prior to the return of that show, Bruce Campbell has always said, you know – it's not me who has decided that I'm Ash from now until the end of eternity. Right. It's you, right. my fans, who have made that decision for me. Right. And, and so there was a little bit of, I think, of bittersweetness in there. Like, look, I am grateful for the fact that you still love me and allow me to do these other roles. And look, he was really well received on Burn Notice. People who were not fans oh, yeah. of Army of Darkness liked him on that show. You, you can say that of anything. Sure. But – you know, Briscoe County Jr., right? Jack of Spades, the, the, Jack of all trades, Jack of all trades. Yeah, sorry, Xena <laughs> uh, 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 and Hercules. Well, um, it's a downturn in every. Uh... But uh, but uh, but he, it's it's such a fun show. It, it's definitely worth checking out. And then, of course, NECA has the awesome figures that go along with right. it, so you can uh, definitely check those. It's out been too, t- but... like it's one of those things where it's like I, I bring up the suggestion with the, with the misses. What do we want to watch tonight? Well, you know, this is sitting here. Why don't we check this out? Eh, it is uh... not. 
Um, and, and she uh, likes she likes Evil Dead. She uh, Army of Darkness <laughs> cracked her up, you know. So, so she's not uh, opposed to it, but it's like one of those. Army of Darkness cracked her up, proving she is a human being. Yeah. Um. I, yep, yep. I don't. I mean, look, if she liked those things, she should like it. But nothing about the show strikes me as the Cheryl that I know. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I don't know, but it's worth watching, yeah. even if you just sit down watch. I'm telling you, Ken, it's going to take you one episode. It's going to take you. Oh, I know. I know I'm going to dig it. It's it's... one episode of him going into the trailer, him going into the trailer and kicking the bucket and, and the, and the, and the, and the chainsaw hand pops out of the draw and he puts his hand up in the air and does the click turn. And just cuts a zombie's head, and you're like, "No, I'm in. I'm yeah. in 100. percent I want to watch every episode." I, I was now. in from the trailer. Yeah, yeah. It, but this is it's one. It, it's my Fury it Road. Is. It's one of those ones where I I I, I missed <laughs> it because I had no access to stars. Uh, and there was, and initially I was setting out to, well, you know, maybe they're putting it right. out on, I can, I can buy it directly on like iTunes or something. <laughs> and that wasn't happening. So it's been, you know, they kind of came and went and then fell off of my radar. And now it's, uh, put it back on your radar and today, for Ash Wednesday, I think I need to make a pledge and I'm going to, I'm going to start that. You uh, have, soon. you have ubiquitous clandestine informants. Ask some of them to help uh, you out. I do, but I, you know, I don't, uh, uh, I'm, I'm just about saying. that stuff. I'd like to. So I, I want to support the show. Yeah, but that's why I was so mad when it, it wasn't so, available for sale immediately. I didn't want to subscribe to Stars. Here's a serious concern that I have. Mm-hmm. I don't have Stars either. So if it's not available via some sort of service immediately, that means I'm going to have a hard time watching American Gods next month. Yup. So that kind of stinks. Yeah. And I, I spoke to my cable provider about adding Stars to my package, and then promptly laughed at them when they told me how much it was going to cost per month extra. It's, you have ludicrous. FiOS, don't you? I do have. It FiOS. is why lo- because it's there, part of a, lo- a massive, ridiculous package that I is, love. There's only don't two need. ways. Yeah. There's only two ways yeah. you can go. That other commercials for other cable companies are starting to bust their chops about yeah. it because they're Expected the only change very soon who is still doing that model yeah look at the pressure they got about unlimited data yep then all of a sudden it was like those yeah that great commercial from the super bowl yeah and then and then i called up verizon to find out about the unlimited data and then promptly laughed at them yeah before hanging up the phone yeah i don't know why that was i i because that's not what they're advertising what you talked to me about they're advertising something different no what what price wise i mean no so it's it's worth it depending on the plan that you have but the plan that I have, I have the ten gigabyte, ten gig plan. You grandfathered in with whatever you no, got. No, 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 it's not. It, it, it's not grandfathered. That's the plan I got no, a couple so years ago. Like, because the plan. new plan is the new plan. Like <laughs> anybody that signs up for a new phone now, this is what your choice is. Like you, you can't go to the plans like you and I might have, where it's uh, you know family share and so oh, no, on that, and so forth. I don't um, think that stuff exists anymore. I think it does. Oh yeah, it the, does. the unlimited is an upgrade. But here's the problem with the mm-hmm. unlimited. So I'm I'm sharing ten gigs between three devices, and easily that's not a problem for me. It's an iPad and two phones. Mm-hmm. It's not a problem for me. We, we once in a while, we get close. But mo- usually not. We're on Wi-Fi all the time. In order for me to go to Unlimited, they wanted $80 more a month for me. See, that's what I don't, for, that's what I don't understand. Because what they're advertising right. is 45 per line. Right. And what are you paying now? Uh, I I don't know, but I spoke to the yeah. rep on the phone. I, like I, I spoke to a Verizon rep I, on the phone. I get you. I think I would <laughs> I would revisit that and find That's out. Yeah, I think look. it was I think it was an additional forty five per line. That's how it came out to almost eighty dollars more a month. And and here's the other kicker: if I go to the unlimited plan, Verizon, I love you, but you piss me off. If I go to the unlimited plan, they also take away my corporate discount. So through my employer, oh, I get correct. a I get a corporate discount. Of right. like 20% a month off my bill, right? Okay. But if for some reason, if I go to Unlimited, I lose the corporate discount. I would revisit. In what world does that make sense? I would it revisit doesn't. that. That's ridiculous. I, I would revisit that that situation with that. I know it'll probably be a pain in the ass to do. I would honestly revisit it because to me, it sounds like you got a person that had no idea what they were talking about. I, I mean, I mean, maybe because it was still new and they were working feasible. out. They were maybe it was still new. They were working out the kinks and so on and so forth. I would revisit because that was if it was me. Yeah, I, I spoke to a couple other people. I spoke to actually my neighbor who I'm very friendly with, mm-hmm. and uh, he he got the same response that I did. He was his was going to go up almost eighty a month as well. 
to go to Unlimited. And I was like, in no uh, yeah. universe does that make that is, sense. I, that's I was, not what they're advertising. I was poking around with it online <laughs> and, and actually tried to do the, a switch over to a new plan. Not Unlimited, but a, a plan yeah. that was more suited for us with a little bit more uh, gigabyte shared and, and and Unlimited as far as minutes and uh, right. messaging goes, which well, is more those what are, I need anyway. Those are always Unlimited. Yeah, now, our, our, our Unlimited data, because we're, we're, on, we're on Unlimited stuff with messaging right now for, from our old plan, right. so I want to get rid of that. Um, and, and messaging seems to be more, more that I, I don't use a ton of data, uh, you know, other than like GPS and uh, like any music I, I, any, any time I'm using data on my phone, I'm attached to Wi-Fi generally. So, uh, that's not a, not a huge issue, but even poking around online, like everything lined up pretty good, but then I go through to confirm. It's like, oh, we can't do this for you right now. Call, call this line and, uh, and talk to us. So, so it's been in a stall, but I, yeah, it's worth another look. I, yeah, I would revisit that. 80 bucks it, sounds. I'm just saying. Not right. Uh, maybe I'll give him a call tomorrow again now that it's been a couple weeks. Getting on the I'll horn, see. lifting up that phone, saying, All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. And there it is. There it is. True. All right, listen. Uh, we came out of a break there with a the brand new game stuff, but we also have to do a couple of sponsors. So ah, let's, yeah. Let's do that. Build the Millennium Falcon, of course, is the first one. Right. And it's uh, we're actually in the transition process from Build Millennium Falcon to Build R2-D2. What? Uh, just like Bill Millennium Falcon, you're going to be able to get a, and it's enormous. Isn't it like half scale or something crazy? The R2 is like half. Yeah. yeah like an enormous functioning, yeah, uh, not functioning cause it's not a robot, but like R2D2, same way you got the Millennium Falcon. It's going to be one of those things that you're going to see eventually down the line. You're going to be like, damn it. I wish I had gotten involved in that. Um, same sort of thing. Do we have the email? i uh, sorry. The website for that. BuildMillenniumFalcon.com. Oh, oh, for the R2. For the R2. Very um, good, sir. No, uh, I don't know if we have it. I, I think I emailed. Up. You know what? Let's uh, let's put it up on the website, and then uh, hopefully we'll get. We're also waiting for audio from them as well uh, so that we can switch over the Millennium Falcon to R2-D2. But just as cool as the Millennium Falcon was, the R2-D2 is also amazing. And then um, apparently, I don't know if we're supposed to talk about this or not there, uh, they're sort of market testing the next one already in the UK. And uh, I'm not going to say what it is right now. I'm going to make sure that it's okay for us to talk about it. But I was extraordinarily excited about it. So I hope it's true. Um, so definitely check it out. Hey, and you know what? It's not too late to get involved with Millennium Falcon as far as I know. So you can go to buildmillenniumfalcon.com. Maybe from Build Millennium Falcon, uh, there'll be a link there for Build R2-D2. I'm telling you, these uh, D'Agostini people, man, they're really making some fine Star Wars collectibles. The kind of high-end stuff that you wish you could always get, but it's always out of reach, too expensive, too untouchable. Well, now's your opportunity. No idea what that feels like. You're going to pay a little bit every month. But you know what? (laughs) At the end, you're going to put it together. You're going to have the satisfaction of constructing it and completing it. And then you have an amazing, amazing centerpiece to talk about in your collection. Or two, or three, three. depending on how many of these things you hop in for. Maybe the loot crate and the firefly crate and all the crate things are not kind of your bag, but maybe this is your kind of loot crate. Maybe this can be your bag. Definitely check them out and, uh, you know, let us know what you think if you sign up. All right. And then uh, returning sponsor to the show, friend of the show, dare I say. Anthony Dot Helmer on Instagram. I'm just going to say the dot always when I say his name because I inevitably leave it out. And he says it in every voicemail that he leaves because he knows that I leave it out. <laughs> so let me understand this. The the artist Anthony Helmer is not the sponsor. It's Anthony Dot Helmer at Instagram. That's right. No, Anthony Helmer is the sponsor. He's going to be at WonderCon in Anaheim coming uh, March 31st through April 2nd. It's at the Anaheim Convention Center. Artist Alley booth E. I will be there. 63. You're going to be at WonderCon? No, I'm not. Oh, I was going to say, since, since when? <laughs> I want to go to WonderCon. I want to go to Emerald City Con, too. Right, so do I, just for that fucking exclusive. Uh, this is his first WonderCon appearance um, available. He will have uh, prints, sketch covers, um, original art. You can also pre-order some original art now. Um, you know his style. It's pin-up Marvel, Star Wars, oh, yeah. Disney. Uh, hit him up on social media, at Anthony.Helmer, or on his website, Anthony Helmer. Dot bigcartel.com. That's anthonyhelmer.bigcartel.com or at anthony.helmer. That's H E L M E R. Check them out at WonderCon booth E63. Tell them we sent you. Order your art. 
I've got one, two, three. I don't know. I got like. Yeah, you got one or two. I got like. I have one, two, three. I have three or four originals, I think, and then a couple of prints. So I'm a fan, and uh, you should be too. His artwork is fantastic, and he's doing some great stuff. And uh, definitely check him out. And uh, we mentioned Emerald City Con. We want to say uh, Emerald City Comic Con, my fault. That's at the Washington Convention Center in Seattle, Washington. It's actually this weekend. It's actually tomorrow, March 2nd through the 5th. It's seven days. Is that true? Or is it seven days until then? Maybe it's seven Two, days three, until four, then. Two, three, four, five. Yeah, it's probably at this, this little thing was probably seven days until then. Um, so definitely if you're in the area, you know, you want to check out these cons and get back to us and let us know what you think. We sure. want to hear from the peoples. I think uh, West Coast Correspondent said he was going to be covering uh, West Wonder Coast Con. Scott? Yeah, West Coast Scott was going to be oh. covering WonderCon. Well, for I'll us. look nice. forward to West West Coast Scott always <laughs> does an excellent job with the coverage. Yep. If you're going to Emerald City Con, uh, also stop by booth 1438 and see our friend selena there you go from the jelly empire mention big kev's geek stuff and get a special prize uh, when you go there very nice booth 1438 at emerald city comic-con all right and hey uh congratulations to uh quixotic games mr parks Yes, they have uh, reached their funding goal for Dungeon Alliance. We were talking about this last week. Uh-huh. Seven days to go. There, as I'm speaking, there are five hours left. But by the time folks hear this show, it'll uh, be over. It'll be long over. Um, but uh, their uh, seventy five thousand dollar goal. They looks like they're going to break a hundred k and hit uh, hit all their stretch goals and the works there. And I'm I'm so very happy for them, and I'm glad because this is a great great looking game. Sure, I am devastated. Because I had to bow out. Ah, oh, boo! I just bowed in because they got the yeah. I'm, I'm glad one of us did. Because oh, we'll still be able I, to play I, it. And I, talk I felt about terrible it. bowing out because I'm like Jesus Christ. If they miss their goal by like 120 bucks and it's my fault, I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna be so upset. Uh, but we had some uh, unexpected uh, automotive stuff to tend to, and uh, as happens in life, life happens. And, yeah, you just got to kind of bite the bullet on that. So I'm ecstatic for uh, for Quixotic and uh, and Mr. Parks, and uh, I'm glad this game is getting off the ground. And you know, PK, if you congrats you bought, everybody, you bought less one less magic trick. I'm just saying, you know, just I don't maybe. Buy magic tricks. I know I have all the knowledge. You don't <laughs> buy you, magic if tricks. Ever, if magic you, books. If you've ever heard magic books, if you've ever heard equipment. my son talk to PK, my son is convinced that he can do anything. Oh yeah, he, he asks him <laughs> to do stuff the most insane me. things. <laughs> did he did he say pull twelve feet of pipe out of your ass? <laughs> I, that's I laugh. coming. That's coming. I laugh every time. What does he ask you to but do? But he starts like, and it usually starts like we're usually out someplace for dinner, yeah. and there's wine involved. Yeah, not for your son, yeah. obviously. But there and so there's corks on the table, and I'll and I'll like you know do little cork vanishes and little funny things with the corks and all that. That's what started. Uh, so, oh, that's several right. the dinners last ago. Time, yeah, and he was he was blown away by the cork vanishing and, and appearing behind his ear and all the all the usual fun things and uh, some other wacky stuff uh actually made your wife want to stab me with one of the things i I did with the court what no not his not not your wife no um, so that's where it started, but then he was like, yeah, he would hand me the course, like, okay, well, make it disappear, then appear uh, no, what, in the, the bread basket. The, okay, let's do that. The uh, last one was, can you make the hole? But yeah, then, then he's graduated the onto, onto genuine disappear. magic spells. <laughs> just, just the hole. Yeah, just the hole. But, here, but here's, the part, here's the part that I love about it. First of all, I love that, I love that PK has that skill set and can share it, especially with my son. But the part that I love about it because most, it allows you to be social for ten minutes. No, no, without no, no. him going, Dad, no, Dad, no, 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 no. Dad, the, Dad, no, Daddy, I, Daddy. I love that he is genuinely mesmerized uh-huh. and interested in it. Like yep. as a dad, it's really fun to see him mm. that engaged and excited about magic yep. and about. And, and you're, I, uh, you're the only exposure outside of like a balloon guy at a kid's birthday right. party. You're the only exposure that he's had to it. I have a distinct feeling that I'm probably, <clears throat> as he gets old enough to yeah. start to process how uh, magic as entertainment works, uh, I have a feeling I'm going to be training your kid in, uh, in, the, in the dark arts. Well, you know what? He's, um, he's, got that, <laughs> he's got the right mindset, I think, yep. to hey, – Very analytical. Very so analytical. I think he'll so, take yeah. to, to what I throw at him pretty well. So, uh, um, I, but I, I have a, a student. We have uh, our uh, other f- mutual friends of ours, yeah. uh, a, a, a esteemed plumber yes. in the uh, Raritan area, um, Mr. Uh, Mr. Of, of Hoffman and Sons. Yes, we went and visited them uh, a couple weeks ago, and uh, his uh, one of one of their kids uh, was ecstatic to have me me uh, show up and all that. 
and uh, I was asked separately um, by his wife, you know, would you do you have anything like uh, he's really interested in in uh, in some magic stuff and and wants to like start learning things? Do you have anything that's simple for uh, for his age group? And I I think he's he's what is he now seven, seven or eight probably eight ish yeah. around there. Um, so I, I had to rack my brain a little bit. I'm like, oh, I, I have some ideas and I, and I, I have some stuff to show him that he's, he's going to have to work for. He's going to have to practice. So I, I brought a couple things to, uh, and I, you know, taught him a couple like places where I started with card tricks and it was great to like, I performed the trick for him and he was blown away by the trick. And I said, now here's how it works. And, sh- you know, very carefully Ooh. showed him the moves and all that. You're and, and do he, that. Sta- well, I'm, I'm teaching, if you're training, I, we have to keep right. the art alive. Uh, so then, then showed him like the moves and, and showed him how to do these particular moves. And he, and, and I was watching him like as, after he disappeared, yeah. uh, over to the, uh, to the couch area, I'd see him like trying to practice the, these particular slights that I was, I was showing him. And then I gave him something that was a self-working right. uh, gimmick card trick that, uh, and he was immediately showing everybody in the household and all that. But it, it's hilarious. He, he, uh, was thrilled about it. He's got a bunch of stuff I gave him to uh, practice. We'll see how they're going with all that. And, um, the other topper, like me and my wife arrived at their house and uh, he he saw us, smiled, kind of like waved and then ran like hell and then came back moments later in a, in a nice button down pink shirt, black blazer, like ready. And he, and, ready. and he came out of his room like, I am ready to learn magic. <laughs> and I said, oh boy, I, I've got, so I have several students, I think, in the works nice. <laughs> between him you. and now your kid. Well, uh, congratulations Ugh. to Quixotic Games. Yes. Uh, on that. We should mention yeah. a few other... A few other we Kickstarters we as well. We mentioned Horsemen last week. Did we say that they yeah, almost did. hit a million? Yeah, we, we mentioned they blew it they've, out of the water. They've just about got their goal, right? Oh, they're, almost they're, oh, yeah, almost. yeah, almost. It's 7 or 800% funded or something <laughs> If ridiculous. their goal was to balance the U.S. deficit, they're almost there. Unbelievable that they came so close to a million dollars. They had to just start making stretch goals yeah. up as they were just out. You know, like they started making alternative heads for figures and wow. weapons, and things. it was amazing, um, amazing. If you didn't get in on that, you know, make sure you watch Storehorseman yes dot uh, com for when those figures go on sale someday. Um, and lastly, Toys That Time forgot that book that we mentioned. Yeah. I think that still has a, some days left to okay. go, and I think they're they're I don't think they're quite there yet, but uh, they're close. I think so. Definitely check that out. I can't wait to get a hold of that stupid book. I can't wait. Toys of Time for God has seven days left as of uh, what we're, uh, this is working out frequently. We had yeah. seven days left on uh, the last on Dungeon Alliance. Uh-huh. Uh, they are uh, currently 85% funded. Wow. Uh, they're nice. at 25.5 out of a $30,000 goal. Oh, so good. They went up. They're, they're getting there. So nice. With seven days, I think they're going to nail it. Yeah. yeah uh, that's especially good. if you take part. If uh, Especially if you take part. But that's kind of the way Quixotic went also. They had a long, flat period. And then all of a sudden. Yeah, I wasn't sure it was even going to fund. Um, and, the then, and then the, just the past couple days, they they uh, hit Crazy. the right right stride, or maybe yeah. just people that were waiting finally decided, well, it's time to pull the trigger, and and off it went. So Some congratulations people to them. pulled the trigger yeah. out. I yeah, pulled the trigger. Was, out. Yeah. I, well, listen, there's five hours left. <laughs> he will talk himself into this game in five I, well, hours. The, the might the night we'll might not end with without me being. He's gonna a, go home. Backer. He's gonna start looking on the hey. dark web to see how much pinkies go for. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he also, uh, you know. Uh, with respect to PK, he also wasn't able to get the brand new solicited black and white uh, Punisher that he was waiting for from Mesco 112 God. because it sold out Damn in less it. than a day. Uh, killing me. Crap. Killing then, me, Mez. And then on top of that, PK has the, the added uh, pressure of the one-sixth scale oh, for Barenthal sake. Punisher and it pre-order is glorious. Yeah. that went on live on Sideshow. And on top of that, the uh, I sent you. I think I sent you the picture. The uh, the plastic statue. Yeah, the, 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 the Marvel. PVC Marvel yeah. uh, Diamond Direct statue. Decent. I, I, I didn't blow up my skirt too much. Yeah. Uh, the likeness was eh, it's fairly affordable, too. It's not really that yeah. expensive. So it's actually, it was an interesting that's piece a, I thought you'd That's a maybe it. piece. We'll see. But yeah, that, but that literally, Hot Toys. Literally on the day. That the Kickstarter is ending that he's interested in, he gets three Punisher punches to the nuts. Uh, <laughs> I thought that was hysterical. You were, I, if I could have reached their phone to choke you today, if sending me those I was photos, so, I, I was so hoping I would go in there and there would be, like, I was going through the Diamond previews and I was, like, so hoping that there would be more, right? <laughs> you know, Punisher things, but there wasn't. Uh, All right. Who wants something? Well, I'm dying. So You're dying? Yeah, I'm dying. My my energy and cold is kicking my ass. So we didn't yeah, do you, DC. Okay, 
Let's 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 do DC. We saw we DC. Uh-oh. The music's already. We've stopped. begun yeah. the music. All right. Sh- well, I... all the photos are up in the gallery. We highlighted some of it already. We can mm. we can do it at the beginning, top of the show. Next yeah, we'll week. do it. Th- I'm sorry, guys. We I'm just, just got uh, off no, track. You're hurting, dude. No, yeah. we we all got off on tangents. We talked about yeah. your son, yeah. the magician. I don't regret any of the things about, we talked no, about. No, no, we dying. talked about Punisher and yeah. Kickstarter stuff that we hadn't discussed talking about. So yeah. that happens. That happens. And we have other product next week. I want to do the 112 Green Hour next week too. Yes. So we'll talk yes. about that. And uh, a whole bunch of other stuff. I didn't get to talk about Horizon Zero Dawn, but I've been playing nonstop today, by the way. Nice. Coke Logic talked about it. I've been playing. I'm hooked. Um, it's a great game. I've heard some people refer to it as a system buyer. Um, oh, wow. So um, I what? think if What's you, a system buyer? Horizon Zero Dawn. Really? Uh, so if you have a PS4 and you haven't checked it out yet, it's a lot of fun. It's an open world adventure game. And uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm beating up robot dinosaurs. Yeah, it's, it's, you, it's exciting. You've almost had me at Robot Dinosaur. Yeah. So it's, it's another fucking thing to consider. But mm. anyway, well, you, you got to get one of them, PS4 yeah. or the Xbox One well, before. Red Dead is what, in the, sometime in the fall, in the fall right? Yeah. In the so, fall, yeah. You got some time, I'm just well, saying. Maybe I'll lag behind a little bit that there release and ask Santa what, there the, you go. what he's got in store. Um, but with sure. that, don't forget you can check us out online over at bkgeekstuff.com. Don't forget to check out Studio V, youtube.com backslash bkgeekstuff. How about you subscribe to the channel? Just saying. There Put you go. Out there. Yeah. And while you're at it, like our page on Facebook yep. as well. Facebook.com backslash bkgeekstuff. And, uh, you so know. Backslash or just a slash? Uh, I think it's backslash. Backslash is the one that goes to the. I think it's you know. all backslash. Whenever Ooh, it's in yeah. a URL, I, I believe it is backslash. Now, okay. I don't think forward slash exists in URLs. Okay. So, yeah. So, <laughs> definitely uh, check that out and make sure that you uh, uh, like our page yes. there and uh, follow us there. We're, we're I think we're heading toward a um, <laughs> tell a friend uh, session, right? What month is this? Yeah, it's almost time for tell a friend. So, get ahead. Um, I also want to say thank you to all the people who gave us uh, ideas for Patreon. Patrayan. I think it's betraying. Whatever Patreon. it is. Um, I think we're going to have one before the end of the month. We've got some great ideas lined Patern. up. Yep. Um, including some things Top, that I think you guys topless, are going to be excited for. Topless, no, topless things? No one's topless. Okay. No one wants I to mean, see that. Says you. Uh, all right. Maybe <laughs> someone wants to see that. Uh, social media, Geek Stuff OG across all the social media platforms and on the PlayStation Network. I am uh, Big Kev GS on the Xbox One Network. And I'm uh, BK Geek Stuff on Twitter and Instagram. K Robert Marlowe on Twitter and Instagram for me. So there you go. Don't forget, uh, you can use that Amazon link and uh, continue to support the show. We love you for that. And I think, Big Kev, with that. Yes, uh, OG, we will bring this episode of Big Kev's Geek Stuff to a close. The way we end some episodes by saying, Good night, Bill Paxton. Wherever you are. And on that note, we cue the music. So, do you screwheads believe I can save you from Kandarian demons now? Boy, Bob, that you were fucking with us. We thought you were a lion prick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that jive about you, a killing demon. It just sounded like a bullshit. But apparently you weren't talking smack. Cause we saw that evil chick. You saved us. You saved our lives. You saved me and my baby and these kids tonight. You saved us all. You're the baddest motherfucker in this whole strip mall. We thought you were a phony on some anti babe, but now we see that you're a hero and you saved the day. Because you blew the bitch away. Well, I told you I. Kill these demons, and none of you believe me. No, 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 that's why you're merely customers while I'm the F Martin.